You are listening to the Not Your Average Autism Mom podcast, the number one podcast for moms just like you, raising an autistic child. How are moms like us who didn't plan for this unique parenting journey embracing life just as it is right now, instead of staying stuck in wishing, hoping, and dreaming it was different? That is the question, and this podcast, along with our Let's Talk Autism newsletter and our private sisterhood, will give you the answers. My name is Shannon Urquiola, and I have been traveling this journey for over two decades. I have been where you are. All right, stay with me, and let's get on to this week's episode. Episode 68, Consistency is Key in Our Parenting. Well, hey there, my friends. Happy New Year. Welcome to our first episode of 2022. Can you believe it's 2022? Yeah, me either. So I want to welcome you back to another episode of the podcast. And we have so many new listeners. So if that's you, welcome. We are so glad you're here and hope that you find our weekly podcast insightful. And just so you know, my goal is for you to always gain something from the podcast. You know, I appreciate you guys so much every week for coming and listening to me carry on for 20 minutes or so every week. So Again, my hope is that you take something away from the podcast that you can implement in, you know, your daily life that will make your autism parenting journey a little better. And so today is no different. On today's episode, I am talking about consistency in our parenting and just how important that is. So we've had several members lately in our private membership who I have been coaching on this, and it's a topic that is super relevant to me because you know if you're one of our longtime listeners or you've listened to me for any amount of time, this is one thing that I was never good at when Jordan was growing up. You know, I was a single mom for most of that time, and honestly, most days I gave in because I allowed his persistence to win. His persistence to make me change my mind and break my own rules won. And you know why? Because I thought I would literally pull my hair out if I heard him negotiating with me anymore repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Have you been there? (laughs) Maybe you haven't been there yet. Maybe you've got little still and you're not to this point. So if that's the case, this episode is for you because I really wish, I wish so badly that I would have had someone to be persistent with me on making me understand how important this was and what a difference this would make in our home. So that's what I'm talking about today. Now, you know, when I say that I literally was going to pull my hair out, you know, here's the thing. If I didn't give in and I tried to stand my ground and follow my own rules, it would eventually lead to 
you know, hours and hours of meltdowns and often really extreme negative behaviors, always directed at me. And I just didn't believe in those moments that I had the capacity to deal with that. So yeah, it was just easier to give in in the moment. So trust me when I tell you, I have been where you are. I get it. I hear you loud and clear. But here is what I have learned that I only wish I would have learned when he was younger. Being consistent in our parenting with consequences for broken rules or unacceptable behavior is the only, the only, did you hear that? Is the only way things in your house, things in your life will get easier. You know, I've talked about these things in in previous podcasts and episode 18, I give you steps that you can use when you're enforcing a consequence. That episode is one of our most downloaded episodes. So if you haven't listened to, go listen to episode 18, Correcting Behaviors and Consequences. It kind of goes hand in hand with this, but I'm probably just talking about it on kind of a different level. So here is what you need to know. It is not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. And you have to go through the hard to get to the other side where it will be easier. Something that has never happened in our house happened this week. And it just kind of goes along with this topic. So I want to share with you guys what happened. So this year for Christmas, Jordan actually got a new electronic device, a Nintendo Switch. Now, mind you, Jordan has not gotten a new electronic device in like more than four years. So This was very big in his world. Now, just because he got a new Nintendo game did not change our house rules on electronics, right? We still have three completely electronic-free days in our house where he has no electronic devices or games. And to our surprise, the Sunday after Christmas, which Sundays are a non-electronics day, he did not even ask if he could have, you know, his new switch, which in itself is huge because that certainly would have always happened before this year. But this year was different. This past year was a year where Jordan really figured out that we do what we say and we don't ignore the rules or our boundaries, or our guidelines. Now, that doesn't mean that he doesn't ask sometimes. Don't get me wrong. Occasionally, he still asks, which is where I'm going with this story. So every week when Jordan has what we consider, you know, a good week, meaning that, you know, he's done his chores, he doesn't argue with Dave or I, he has a good week at his day program, he earns a a card you know, uh, um, uh, like an iTunes or an eShop or a Nintendo card, whatever those cards are that they use to download games. You guys all know what I'm talking about. So this past Tuesday, Jordan mentioned something about a new game that he wanted to download. 
And so I told him that, you know what, we are so proud of you and your behavior and how you, you know, went through the holidays this year. So, you know, if you want to have your card on Wednesday this week, I already have it. So I would allow you to have it early before Friday. And I followed that comment by reminding him that if he got his card on Wednesday, though, he would not be getting one on Friday. And so he said, okay. Well, a couple hours later, he came out and he asked me if, since he was getting his card on Wednesday, could he keep his game late on Wednesday night? Now, Wednesdays, he only gets his electronics from the time he gets home, which is, you know, between 2.30 and 3 until dinner. So I said, no, you know, of course not. We only have electronic time until dinner on Wednesday. But you can have your card on Wednesday and have your device till dinner. Or you could just wait till Friday to get your card since Friday is the night that he gets them late. And I didn't care. It was his choice and completely up to him. But I knew what his answer was going to be. He immediately said, no, it's okay. I'll get it tomorrow, which was exactly what I expected him to say. He never turns down a card, right? I'm sure, you know, all of you listening know exactly what I'm talking about. So later that night, when he got out of the showers, this is like three hours later, probably. He came out and he just announced that he was going to wait to get his card until Friday. And Wednesday, he'd just have his game until dinner. When I tell you that Dave and I about passed out, it's true. I mean, lately, we have been looking at each other like, who is this young man? He never, ever, ever would have done that in the past. Waiting is not and has never been a strength of Jordan's. And honestly, it's always, it's almost been a source of contention for him. So this was a first. And, you know, more importantly that the fact of the fact that, you know, he decided that he would wait to get his card till Friday instead of Wednesday. More importantly than that, He had literally been processing this for hours and he came to that conclusion all by himself. So this, my friends, is why I tell you all the time, never, ever give up hope. Never, ever think that they will never, because I'm here to tell you, just like Jordan, they just might. Now, another thing I want to add about that story is the fact that it was his choice, right? Completely up to him. So we have found through the years that when he is given a choice and he gets to decide instead of us deciding for him, that works for him. And I believe that for those of us who have autistic children who need a sense of control of their environment. And Jordan absolutely does and always has. This gives them that control. Now it's up to you to frame their choices or options in a way that they will choose the one that you want them to, if that matters. You know, I always reference Jordan's shower time or his treadmill time. 
when we started doing this, we would give him options on time to take a shower or time to do the treadmill. And we always knew that he would always, always choose the later time. Because think about it, neither of those things are a preferred activity, right? So if we wanted him to shower at 6.30, say, we would say something like, you can either take a shower before dinner at 5.30 or after dinner at 6.30. Completely up to you. We don't care. You get to choose. That is how we still do so many things around here because we found what worked for him. He likes making decisions. He likes feeling in control of the things that he does. And I know the day program, you know, they do the same thing with him there. And, you know, over time they've learned, you know, what to do and how to format that when they say it, just like we have. Now that might not even be a concern for your child, but no matter what, This journey is trial and error until you find out what works to avoid an argument or a meltdown or when they have to do something that they don't want to do or can't do something that they want to do, right? So let's use eating on the couch as an example. So let's say that your rule is no eating on the couch, but you might as well not have a rule because he eats on the couch all the time. Like you've never even told him that there's no eating on the couch. Now, why do you think that he continues to eat on the couch, even though you've told him a hundred times you don't want him to eat on the couch? Because there are no consequences that you follow through with. That's why. And honestly, You know, I don't think this has anything to do with autism. I think that this is, you know, parenting 101. But that being said, I also think that for us, when we are raising an autistic child, we question so many things along the way, right? We question, you know, is it because of their autism? Is it because they're four? Is it because they're a teenager? Or is it because of their autism? And in our mind, that's our past sometimes. That's our hall pass. That's our past to just give in because we don't know the answer to that question. I mean, that's certainly how I justified my inability to follow through or giving in because there were so many other things that we were going through at the same time. It was the easy way out the way to avoid the conflict and the resistance that would follow if I didn't give in. Here's what I want you to know. That only works in the moment. And every single moment, every single time that you give in or you don't follow through with the consequence, you are starting all over again. Every time. So let's say that your rule is you don't eat on the couch, right? That is the one thing that you want to focus on right now. And again, I always tell you guys that I don't ever want you to try to tackle everything at one time because you won't succeed. (laughs) You won't succeed if you try to fix everything all in one shot. But instead, focus on one thing 
one behavior, one habit, one thing that you want to commit to follow through on. That one thing that you are willing and ready to face head on. Because remember, changing habits, following through on consequences, it's not going to be easy. So once you've decided what it is, you tell them the rule and the consequence. Not in the moment, not when they're eating on the couch, but at a good time. You pick what that good time is. Like I know for me, when I'm going to do something new with Jordan, it's generally after he got up in the morning and he's had his medicine and he's having breakfast, like 45 minutes to an hour in, that's Jordan's good time. If I'm going to tell him something new or something different or someone's coming to visit, that's when I'm telling him. So you, you are the only one that knows that right time. So you tell them the rule and the consequence. You tell them that there is no more eating on the couch. No matter what, we do not eat on the couch. And if you choose to eat on the couch, this is the consequence that you're going to have. Write it on the whiteboard if you use one or the calendar or put it on a post-it note on the coffee table. Remind them often, right? If you're leaving and, you know, they're there and watching TV on the couch, here's your reminder. Remember, the rule is we don't eat on the couch, right? And what happens if we eat on the couch? Whatever you have to do, make sure they're crystal clear and that they understand the rule, number one, they know what the rule is and they know what the consequence is. Have them repeat it back to you, right? What's going to happen if you choose to eat on the couch? Now, this is where you have to be accountable to yourself and your rule. Don't break the rule on movie night and allow them to eat popcorn on the couch because that will take you right back to ground zero. And remember, that is how you got here. So no eating on the couch means zero, none, no exceptions. But here's what you need to know. He will eat on the couch again. Once, twice, 10 times. But eventually... When they realize that there are no exceptions and that every time they've eaten on the couch, they have had consequences that you followed through with every single time without fail, they will eventually stop eating on the couch and you will have gotten past one more hurdle in this journey and you'll be ready to move on to the next one but you have to be willing to go through what that's going to look like. When you start to follow through on consequences and you begin laying out the rules, don't expect this to be easy peasy. Trust me, it won't be. And it likely, if your child is anything like mine, may be very, very difficult. And you may see some of the worst behaviors that you've ever seen. They may slam the doors, they may hate you, they may all the things. But remember, 
You have to go through the hard to get to the other side. And heck, if we didn't experience the hard, we wouldn't be able to enjoy the easy, right? Because we'd have no comparison. There have been so many things that Dave and I have had to go through the really hard. And trust me, there were some doozies. But we've gotten to the other side. Now, it's important to know that the goal of a consequence is not punishment. The goal of a consequence is to teach them. We need to use consequences because our children, autism or not, need to learn and understand that there are consequences in the world for their behaviors and actions. Now, the next part that I want to talk about is really important in the whole process. And that is, you have to remain calm. It's not easy, but it doesn't benefit you or them in any way for you to get worked up when they break a rule and they have a consequence. And honestly, it's pretty freeing when you let go of your emotional attachment to their behaviors or their rule breaking. It's black and white. Just like what most of our kids live by. If you break the rule, this is what happens. Plain and simple. I don't need to get emotional. When they break the rule, which like I told you, they will, you give them ownership of their consequence, meaning their consequence has nothing to do with you. Nothing. But instead, it has to do with their behavior or what they did or didn't do. Again, no need for you to get upset or accept or take on their anger that's directed at you because their consequence is a result of their behavior. Has nothing to do with you. And I will tell you, that feels so good. Now, it took me lots and lots of practice. And trust me when I tell you, you will fail. You will get it wrong. You will give in. That's okay. Give yourself grace. Have compassion and understand that you're learning from practicing too. You get better every time. And usually we learn something new along the way. It's just important that you keep going. When you fail, when you give in, you get up, you dust yourself off, and you try again next time. Until it just becomes what you do. You will get there, but it won't be overnight. You did not get here to this place overnight. So be patient with yourself. This parenting thing didn't come with a manual. And I'm a firm believer in the fact that raising every single child in this world is different. We can't expect them to all learn the same, to all follow the same linear path in the world. And you will continue to learn along the way. How do we learn? We learn from trying things. And finding what does and doesn't work and doing it different next time. So as I wrap up this episode, I want to leave you with this. 
I still learn every single day. I still make mistakes and start over and try again. But it has gotten so much easier because I learned that being consistent and following through with consequences is key. I practiced over and over and over again, over time. I am so much better. And the result is that Jordan knows now that if I say it, I do it. So honestly, rarely now does he push the limits. Rarely does he ask me to change our rules or boundaries or even try to negotiate. And trust me, he is a great negotiator when he wants to be. Now, he does test me every now and then just to see if I'll backslide and give in, which I don't, so we just move on. He just moves on without any resistance, without any negotiation, and that is because I am just matter of fact when it comes to our rules, and they don't change, and if the rules are broken, there are consequences. It's really that simple. And there is no need for me to engage him or debate with him. The rules are black and white, and he knows what they are. So I want you to think about what is the one thing that you would like to work on? Is it a rule in your house that you need to follow through on? Is it a boundary that you need to set? Is it limiting electronic time? And if that's it, if you haven't listened to, I think it's episode seven, it was a long time ago, uh, electronics, the benefits to limiting electronics, go listen to that episode. It is our number one downloaded episode of all time. But once you decide on that one thing, whatever that is, following through on a rule, setting a boundary, limiting electronic time, go to work making that happen. Practice. When they break the rule, practice following through on the consequence. You've got this. You were meant to be the parent you are. And until next week, remember, you are doing amazing at this mom thing. Hey, so if you are loving what you are learning on the podcast, you really should check out our private membership. Our Not Your Average Autism Mom community is where we dive deeper into all of the topics we discuss on the podcast and where you can get individual help and learn coaching tools that will make your life better every day when you learn to manage your mind. You will have access to all of our training and resources that you will need along your autism parenting journey. And you will develop relationships with other moms just like you, all raising a child with autism. It is my absolute favorite place to be. So head on over to the website at www.notyouraverageautismmom.com to get all the details. And please, if we're not open right now for new members, we only open a couple times a year. Be sure to join the wait list so that you'll be the first to know when we're going to open. I hope you do. I would love to work with you inside.